We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. What's up, Packers fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Daily Draft, brought to you by Badger State Brewing in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Today, UCLA pass rush extraordinaire Liatu Latu, one of my absolute favorite players in this class now is green bay going to be in a position to draft him i'm not 100 percent sure as as we talked about you know with uh with jared verse there's a little bit of question about this edge class right there's there's not a a huge consensus i would say latu is probably the top guy on the consensus big board like if you go and actually look at, at what it is but um I think there's a chance, right, that he ends up the fourth or fifth edge off the board. I don't, I don't know that there's a great chance, but um, we're gonna, we're gonna profile Latu anyway, um, just because he's a, a player that I really, really like at a position that I've scouted for a long, long time, and you know, I, he's, he's kind of up there with Cooper DeGene as like, okay, pie in the sky. This player is a Green Bay Packer. That'd be pretty fun. Latu, Latu. Um, as I mentioned, one of my absolute favorite players in this class and just a treat to watch work. You start, um, especially obviously the end zone view, view where you can just watch him and, and the way that he goes after offensive tackles, the way that he wins those battles. Um, it's just fun. It's just, it's just fun to do. And, and um, I really, really enjoyed my time scouting Latu Latu. 
blue chipper. You know, I, I saved the grade for the end, but um, you know, I've got seven or eight blue chippers total in this class, and Latu's one of them. And and that doesn't mean that he's necessarily on the same level of a Will Anderson for me, or um, of a, Bro, a Bosa brother as a prospect, or Chase Young as a prospect, or Aiden Hutchinson as a prospect. I don't know if he's on that level, right? But um, he, he's still for me a blue chipper. I mean, he just—I don't see an outcome where he's not a highly productive NFL player. I would take him in the top ten and wouldn't even, I wouldn't even think twice. I, I really would. I think he's that good. Um, and. And the guys that are really good, and you've seen this with Rashawn Gary, even though Rashawn kind of tailed off towards the end of the season. Um, the good, the, the guys that are good, that are really good athletes, that care and that try and that are relentless. TJ Watt, man, I mean, that's that's your your A1 example. I'm not comparing Latu to TJ Watt, but like that's that's what we're talking about here is a very, very good football player that also tries very, very hard. Um Motor just doesn't quit with Latu. And, and that's something that, you know, you watch play in, play out. And, and folks, it's not like UCLA was winning a ton of games, okay, this last year. It was not a banner year for the Bruins. It's not like he was in pursuit of a national championship or a Pac-12 title. Um, but he just brings it, man. He loves football. It, or, I mean, I shouldn't say that. I don't know him, but you watch him on film, the passion that he plays with, down in, down out intensity, really seems to love the game. And uh, enjoys going to work, whether again, like whatever the scoreboard says, largely didn't matter. As I watched, you know, six, seven games of, of his uh, one from 2022 and five, six from 2023, and just golly, super impressed um, with Latu. Best hand fighter in the class, bar none. Then we talk about, you know, your rip moves, your chop moves, your, your, your swim moves, your, your, all, all those things, you know, all, all of the technical hand fighting. Um, you know, basically getting the offensive tackles arm off of you, those things that their hands off you. He is the best one in this class. Okay. Um, Danny Kelly at the ringer, uh, his player conference was John Claude Van Damme, which was funny, but I mean, that's, that's like his ability to hand fight. That's, that's why I think Danny said that. And, and I agree. I mean, he is to me just the top guy in this class, as far as disengaging the opponent's hands from his body and, um, Super fun, super fun to watch. A technician, a master of his craft, fun to watch. Um, gets off the ball at an elite level. And, you know, there we're not, again, just talking about, okay, what do we think his vert is going to be? What do we think his broad jump is going to be? I'm talking about his ability to time the snap, his ability to get off the ball, his ability to set the terms of engagement with the offensive tackle and and really, you know, be the force player in that situation, not the reacting player in that situation. Tremendous get off. Very quick, both in the run game and the pass game. His movements are decisive and they are quick. Um, yeah, just an here's an insane stat for you. And and look this up if you don't understand the context. And I'm not saying that to be condescending. A lot of people throw a lot of numbers. This is a not a commonly used number. So look up kind of what the norm is for this. He had a 40.7 pass rush win rate in true pass sets. 40.7% of the time he was beating the tackle in front of him. Like I said, go look up that stat for context where the NFL leaders were at, where maybe the average was in college football. This guy is a butt kicker, just flat out a butt kicker. Um, you talk about pro football focuses grading. And, and one of the reasons I, I do pay attention to that is consistency. Okay. Pro football focus. The way that that works is one play is worth the exact amount as the next play. Um, it was something that I mentioned with Tavondre Sweat. 
He is the highest graded defensive player at any position um, in the FBS, period. Highest grade from PFF for a defender. And that might be meaningless to you. And I would say that PFF's grades are not the gospel. I I think I've said that exact phrase 10,000 times. But when I tell you that they have people that they've trained in kind of their way watching every snap of every game and then having a second person do the exact same thing. If you have a super high PFF grade, you are bringing it play in and play out because they grade play in and play out. So what I would expect from nothing else from that information would be consistency. And again, motor trying on every play for kind of a mediocre UCLA team that I keep going back to that. Like you want winners, winners win. But guys that still bust their ass on a losing team are impressive to me. Uh, Latu's got good size. There's, you know, not he's not necessarily, you know, the the quote unquote prototype. Let me just real quick, and this is uh, great for for both radio and podcast. I want to see is six five two sixty five. I don't know. I, I'd have to look and see if he actually. Uh, oh, he must have. He must have. Let's uh, let's do even more. Great for radio stuff and and real quickly look and see what the senior bowl had for Latu because I do believe um that he weighed in. Not not everybody did. So the 6'5, 265, as I mentioned, is what was um you know what was put out there by the sports information people at um UCLA. And we don't we don't ever necessarily want to accuse sports information directors of lying or, uh, you know, trying to be dishonest, but you know, maybe this guy or that guy gets measured, uh, with, uh, you know, the, the, the cleats on maybe, <laughs> maybe this guy gets measured, uh, with a five pound weight in his pocket. You never know. So the senior bowl had him at six, four and three quarters, which is basically six, five and two sixty one. So not, not a whole lot of lying from, uh, from UCLA and and that that's that's one of their things right so we've talked about Packer people we've talked about the excellent work that Jacob Morley on Twitter has done um their edge requirements are you need to be taller than 64 he is obviously that's an official um measurement from the senior bowl you need to be more than 260 he is let's pay attention to that 80th percentile broad jump and then for me pass rushers always pay attention to the three cone so uh his thresholds just from a strict height and weight standpoint he's there He's there for Green Bay, and that applies to every uh, team. You know, bigger, stronger, faster is better. Uh, there are undersized guys or different shaped guys that succeed at a high level in this league. Everybody talks about Aaron Donald being one of them. In general, bigger, stronger, faster is better. Uh, super insanely productive. 62 pressures his last year at UCLA. That's a extremely high number. For anyone, 62 is, is a crazy, crazy number. And I would say he's above average against the run. And and when you are as good at rushing the passer as he is, being an above average player against the run really raises the floor of your value because I don't know how many guys are getting drafted at the edge position, drafted at all, as like, oh, we really like the way he sets the edge. And get that undrafted free agency, right? When you have a guy who's creating 62 quarterback pressures in a power four conference, I, that, that's a big deal when he is above average um, in the run game. 
I, I think his bend is fine. I think he's more of a Packers style uh, rusher than a Ross Uglum style rusher. Where I love the guys with a ton of flexibility and a ton of burst and the ability to just turn around that that offensive tackle and and put him on skates and you know speed to power with with a, with, with stuff like that. Latu is is a worker. He'll work through you. I, I think very good athlete. We'll find out you know at combine or at his pro day, but he is a a hand fighter, right? He he's gonna gonna counter. He's gonna try and hit you with a rip. He's going to try and hit you with a swim. He's going to try and do, you know, a, a number of things where he's going to just try and beat you um, and not necessarily go around you with elite ankle bend or elite hip bend, but it, it seems fine to me. It, it's not, you know, like the the highest thing on his scouting report as far as I'm concerned. You know, the, the top is like, oh, this is a big-time bend guy. He's not, and that's fine. A lot of guys win. You know, without that being the case, interested in his short shuttle time, interested in his three cone time. Hey, friends, everyone this time of year is trying to get their year started off on the right foot. And I am certainly no different. Football season takes its toll on me. So now is the time for me to start eating healthier, getting more sleep and getting the year started right. But eating healthy isn't always the easiest. And it's far too time consuming to constantly run to the store or the butcher for healthy, fresh cuts of meat. That's why Good Chop is such a lifesaver for me. Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high-quality meats and seafood delivered directly to your door on your schedule. Choose from over 70 high-quality cuts of meat, including my favorite, 100% grass-fed ribeyes. You guys have to see the marbling on these things. They are beyond delicious, and they melt in your mouth. Add a little sea salt, a little black pepper, a little garlic powder. They are to die for. I know you're all busy, and you're probably listening to this now, running errands, mowing the lawn, or driving your kids to soccer practice, and that's exactly why the ease of Good Chop is going to be so perfect for you. Good Chop's price per meal starts at just $3.74, and they pride themselves on sourcing meat that comes with no antibiotics or added hormones ever. They're so confident in their quality of cuts that they offer a 100% money-back guarantee. So go to goodchop.com slash packaday120 and use code packaday120 to get $120 off your first four boxes. That's code packaday120 at goodchop.com slash packaday120 for $120 off. Goodchop.com slash packaday120 with code packaday120. Hey there. I'm sure you've heard a ton about daily fantasy sports, but I'm here to tell you that you've never experienced anything quite like prize picks. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three points made plus receptions. Even more fun yet, do you want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the Promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. I've had so much fun making Prize Picks a part of my daily fantasy sports routine. They cover all of my favorite sports, have a ton of variety and different options to choose from, and the player choices are immense. I even had a fun J.K. Scott selection the other day for the Chargers game. I recently had a big win on Saturday morning in a London game, and it just made the viewing experience so much more enjoyable. It's fun, it's exciting, it's easy, and there's a level of creativity and uniqueness about it that I really, really enjoy. So go to prizepicks.com slash packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy Sports made easy. Uh, Cons potentially serious medical red flag with his neck. I, I think he had to retire at, at some point until he was cleared by somebody else. But that that's a real thing. 
Um, you can do some research on that, but that's a, that's a con. Certainly if you, if you think you're not going to be able to get a second contract or if you're, you know, there's, there's all sorts of guys where stuff like this has happened and it's turned out really poorly. So um, I would just pay attention to the medical side on a lot too, but I would guess that, you know, the, the, I wouldn't guess, I know that the teams are going to go through his medical records if, if he, you know, and, and it would be in his best interest to release those or to make those available to teams because they're not going to probably invest millions of dollars in if they don't get to see him. Um, this com, you know, his medical checks at the combine are going to be important. And, and I would just say like, and this might sound simple or obvious, if your team drafts a lot to, they, they probably cleared him medically or they did clear him medically. So if he's a Green Bay Packer, that next stuff was was good enough for them. Uh, he's 23 years old right now. And and we don't stress as much about that, as I've mentioned on a couple of these shows with uh, the NIL landscape, the ability to get paid while you are in college. And certainly with the extra year of eligibility brought to you by COVID, uh, we're not stressing as much about the fifth and sixth year guys, certainly not about the fifth year guys, right? We're not so worried about, you know, olds. And, and, and that, that just comes from like, okay, if you're 24 years old, you should be dominating 19 and 20 year old kids. Okay. And, and so older prospects are thought to have less upside in general, um, just from the way that they learn the game and, and also the way that their, their bodies transform and get stronger and, and, you know, people say your athletic peak is at like 27. Well, the closer you get to age 27, you know, the better player you theoretically should be. So if this player is this productive at 23, but this player is this productive at 21, take the 21-year-old. Maybe there's more to it. Uh, anyway, will the testing match the tape? That's the biggest thing for me. Um, he's not going to fall out around one for me. I pretty much guarantee you that. However, I will say... Look at the truly, truly elite edges, especially the ones that are taken in the first round. The guys that are absolute dudes rushing the passer, they're 95th, 96th, 97th percentile athletes. Okay. Uh, RAS is above nine for sure. And uh, again, I know, watch the tape. I do watch the tape, I promise. Uh, but like, it's important. Okay. The, the, the space aliens. They thrive at tight end and they thrive at defensive end. And oddly, those are similar body types, especially when they're being recruited to college. It's your six foot five, 250 to 260 pound dudes. And the ones that move like nobody else moves are the ones that succeed. It's just, and, and, and look, there are exceptions to every rule. I understand that very well. The, the high, the, 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 the highest hit rate easily on pass rushers, super athletes. Let's see if Latu is a super athlete. And if he's if he's not, and he's just a try hard guy, try hard guys succeed in the league all the time. Okay, that guys with marginal to slightly above marginal athleticism that just try harder than everybody else, they succeed. But he won't be a blue chipper anymore. He'll just probably have a round one grade for me. Um, and those are you know like, like I said, got to go into cons or everybody would be you know one dash one, take them all first overall. Not going to do that. Um, Latu, I think is kind of pie in the sky from a Packers fan's perspective, but. Uh, if you're going to poke, you know, holes at him, I would say the the medical issue, um, his age, and then I just got to see. He's got to be got to be a freak, got to be an alien, you know, or or I'm probably personally not taking you in the top eight, which is where I have him. So we'll see how that testing goes. Blue chipper for me. Uh, Packers fit. I was asked. This is an old Twitter bit, so if you've never interacted with me online, I apologize. What uh, Packers pick would make you take your pants off? I would have no pants. If the Packers took Latu Latu at any point in the draft, certainly at pick 25, um, I think he would immediately be a better prospect than LVN. 
um, right up there with Gary, frankly. And, and Gary's obviously much older into his career. Uh, and then, you know, taking over for Preston Smith, whatever you have you, and that's that's where it is. Um, is is he is the Enigbare replacement as a rookie, and then eventually the Preston Smith replacement as a, a you know a three-headed monster that they kind of have or hope to have next season. I mean, they'd like Van Ness to take a big step and then have him be sort of a three-headed monster with with Preston and, and Rashawn, especially if if um you know Halfley wants to reduce uh LVN inside and have him rush from some three tech and some some four eye stuff. Uh I think you know that that could be more of what they want to do. But the other thing that they do and have done is they have a second set of edge rushers. And that was last year was Van Ness and Enigbari for a lot. I mean, they played together a lot. Enigbari is probably not coming back until Thanksgiving or, you know, Halloween, I, I would say at, at, at the very earliest. So it's important to understand, you know, that they're probably going to be in some sort of the market for a fourth edge. I don't know if Latu and a fourth edge is, you know, they're going to match from a value perspective. But uh, as I said, my pants would be off. Um, they're not in a position to burn multiple picks, I don't think, to run up and take a pass rusher. Uh, we'll see what happens in free agency. I, especially after Brian's uh, press conference, am, am definitely more willing to entertain the idea that they'll take care of a need or two. Not necessarily take care of, but they'll free themselves up in the draft by adding a veteran safety. They'll free themselves up in the draft by adding uh, a, a back uh, or, or re-signing D- uh, A.J. Dillon. Um, they'll free themselves up in the draft by signing my, the love of my life, Kendall Fuller at corner and playing him at nickel or outside either way. But I do think they're going to make one or two actual additions to the team. And what that does, of course, then is just allows you to take best player available instead of having to like target these specific positions, which would be exciting because they have five top 100 picks and the ability to just go after the best guy or in this instance, which again, I, I don't even think I would endorse, but like, Let's say they do sign Kendall Fuller. Well, you can take corner off of your list of things that has to happen because then you have Kendall Fuller, Carrington Valentine, Jair Alexander, and Eric Stokes. And will they all pan out? Not necessarily, but your first round pick might not pan out either. Like it's not necessary to go after a corner in the first two rounds if they go out and do something like a Kendall Fuller. Then you take one of those picks that you would have spent on a corner, package it with a pick to take a pass rusher, go up and take the best one. And Laiatu Latu, that would be a way to do business. That would be a way that I would do business, although I don't know that it's necessarily going to happen uh, with Brian, who, by the way, I think is doing a fantastic job. Please don't think that um, I'm, I'm trying critical of his process. I'm, I'm just saying right now, unless they address some needs in free agency, I would not move up to go get a pass rusher. Man, press man corner. If you identify one of the corners as the best press man guy in the draft, <coughs> Nate Wiggins. You you move up, I'd, I'd be okay with that. But pass rusher, that's the sort of a luxury thing. You know, we talked about Jatavion Sanders is a luxury. This is less of a luxury because of the Enigbare injury. But I wouldn't trade up to uh, satisfy this particular luxury unless he does test like a freak and you completely pass his medicals. Which then I think he's you know one of the few surefire guys in this class. Um, at his size, he's not too small to play DE or outside linebacker, whatever Halfley wants to do. You can do either one. doesn't matter. You can play DN, put his hand in the dirt. He moves plenty fine to be an outside linebacker in a 3-4. I don't care. Again, pay attention to the combine. Final thing, my grade, blue chipper. One of seven or eight guys in this class that has, you know, above a round one grade. A guy that I think is going to be a star. A guy that I think is going to go to pro bowls. 
Latu Latu, he stays healthy. He, you know, kind of passes that little test at the combine. Blue chipper to me, player number seven overall. Guys, thanks so much for watching this on YouTube or listening to this on your favorite podcast service. What can you do for me in return? Well, a couple things. Uh, please check out the Green Bay Draft Guide brought to you by Packer Report. There should be a link uh, in this video description or in this podcast description. And we have a promo code for you that is daily, D-A-I-L-Y, is in the daily draft uh, for 10% off one of those bad boys. And it is going to be the best Packer-specific draft guide you can get your hands on. I can promise you that. Um, check us out at PackerReport.com. We'd love to have you as a VIP member. Guys, that first month's a dollar if you just kind of want to check out what we're about and the, you know, the occasional thing that does get put behind the paywall, but there is no better way to support me or our writing staff than becoming a VIP at Packer Report. And finally, uh, check me out at, at Ross Uglum on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. And guys, like and subscribe. Anything and everything involved with the Pack-A-Day podcast. Thanks so much. Have a wonderful day, and go Pack-Go! Thank you.